1: He always finds a way. Yeah.
2: When he plays him, he takes a PK, so you know, you right. just ask Ivaldo after last of luck, do you play him and then just go um, to Betfair or whatever you bet your gambling site is and put the money on, on Marnoble taking a PK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, a two-time finalist for the Fantasy Sports Raiders Association podcast of the year award. For some of the best daily and season-long fantasy soccer tools in the industry, including detailed stats packages, projections, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, please enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined on this Thursday, October 3rd by Luis Pacheco to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Luis, we had some Champions League this week, and somebody brought up a question in the Discord that was directed right at you, actually. Um, <laughs> and you discussed it there, but I wanted to kind of expand a little bit um, here. That we were the, the question was basically, do we no longer think that goal-dependent players are even worth targeting in GPPs because it seems like the addition of shots assisted for certain players... Uh, just makes them more valuable. Even with the goal, these goal dependent guys aren't outscoring the floors of the the higher floor guys. So, do you find yourself uh, not even looking at goal dependent guys in in GPPs anymore? I know you don't. You tend not to be like a multi entry guy anyway, or somebody that gets yeah. that direct, you know goes after uh, a Chris Wood, if you will. But like, do you find that the gap is closing?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I. I have to say, actually, the gap is widened. So it's kind of like, I mean, there's always two levers to, to the player, like, like goal dependent and um, floor type, like mostly wingers, and since they create uh, some crosses and things like that, because you know, like a, a forward, unless you're a heavy favor forward, doesn't get more than three shots a game. Yeah, like it's really rare to get a, you know. Unless it's an even match, but even that, you know, oh Ronaldo is like this beast, and and he, you know, he gets eight shots, but but it's Ronaldo or something like that, right? So um, the and so the only lever we have to pull off is the is the salary. So like for example, like you see in the in the EPL, um, we see Guilty Seekers on an eight point two. And on top of him, we see Timo Pukki. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I know Gilfy hasn't been great on on the on the set piece f- f- part. I mean, partly because he shares with Digne, uh, and partly because Everton is struggling a little bit. But when you see that Timo Pukki, that he's been scoring goals, but if he doesn't score a goal, you get nothing. Yeah at the same price, it's kind of like, well, you know, it, it seems... I mean, in my opinion, the algorithm that the DraftKings is using should consider floors. And what I mean by this is not consider the, the goals and assists as the, as the top pricing point. Because, you know, we see it all the time when, you know, when a defender then scores a goal or scores a, a two goals i mean one goal in each game it goes to like crazy prices like we always make fun of fabian char <laughs> yeah or 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 things like that or for example like holy now you know he goes his his corners back so he, he increased a thousand bucks because that's how it is and and cresswell has like i guess the two goals so now cresswell is a, one of the most expensive defenders and so in that case it's like it's I mean, you, if you want to win a GPP, you want the upside, but if the upside is already priced in, there's not much you can do. So, like, you know, you could... I mean, if you tell me I can play, um, you know, let's say um, uh, Moise Keane a uh, 5,000, I will give it a chance because Moise Keane allows me to play Salah and allows me to play uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Mm-hmm. And maybe, and uh, maybe the Azumbilla guys, but it is a it's a matter of like you know if they don't score and the normal for them is not scoring. I mean, you see the scoring odds of anyone that is not a heavy favorite, it's no no more than thirty percent per match. So, you know, if you score one goal every two matches, that's well like sixteen goals. That's a pretty incredible season. Yeah. So, so you know, so I think like you know like this this guy was complaining like you know I can. I can roster goal-dependent guys because you know every everyone with a floor now with shot assisted. Like you know before, like only the person or the player taking the shot will get points. Now the person takes the points it, taking the shot stays one point if it doesn't go on target. But then the one giving the pass, and if it comes for a cross, you get someone that gets one point seven. Mm-hmm. So it makes it it makes it even more favorable for for players and take dead balls. Also I think that, you know, getting rid of the penalty kid miss I, I mean, I like it. I mean I understand that part. But then who gets the cars? Most of the cars are getting by defensive players. Like like attackers, rarely attackers get the cars unless they are one of those forwards that, that tackle a lot or argue a lot like Diego Costa, right? But but the players getting the cars are the players that are not crossing, are the players that are defending. So you know, even the gap is, is a little bit wider. So, you know, I'm. Um, it's the nature of the beast. I mean, we like floors, but my my current research is mostly on floors. I I can't care less about goals anymore. <laughs> uh so you know, even you know, if 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 he wins, so be it. Like, you know, somebody was complaining like like Tammy Abraham goes one goal and fourteen points, whereas Somebody like Drew it I never score a goal, has 16, 17 points. So
1: yeah.
2: it's just a matter of the way the scoring is.
1: I think um, it is a little strange how uh, the example you use there with if a cross turns into a shot, then you're, yeah. it's essentially 1.7, not, not just the one, not the 0. 0.7. And it actually yeah. made me think of FanDuel, which I know you don't play a ton of. But the funny thing on FanDuel is that they give points for a chance created but they don't give points for an off-target shot, and yeah. so you could pass the ball to somebody who kicks the ball into row Z. They get zero points, but the person who passed it gets three for the shot assisted. Yep. And it's like it seems very backwards that way. And with the number of crosses that kind of get nicked towards goal, um, with these they're now turning into chance. You know, th- these are now chances that are created shots assisted. Excuse me for the DraftKings yeah. parlance. That they're just, those guys, I mean, we knew that those players, Sigurdsson was a great example, were going to become more valuable. Yeah. But you're right, though, that pricing the, the goal scorers up, and it's goal scorers who don't score all the time. It's yeah. not like we're complaining that Aguero is too expensive. But when, like you said, like Sigurdsson and and Pukki's right ahead of him, Sebastian Haller's, Haller's right behind him. And like yeah. those guys really aren't doing a whole lot if they're not scoring.
2: Yeah. F- fan duel with their with their scoring is a fish trap. It's a fish <laughs> trap. It, it is. It's just I mean, if you if you are not familiar with the rules of fan duel, you will get eaten alive. I mean if you go there thinking, oh, if I get goals and assists and clean sheets I'm gonna I'm gonna win my, my games, like a regular fantasy Premier League or any any fantasy score. You you're not not gonna win because, as you said, you know shots and tar- shots that are not on target don't give you any points, mm-hmm. and and the defenders, the valuable defenders, are the ones that clear the ball a lot.
1: Right, right.
2: And so I I'm sure I haven't seen the lineups lately, but I you told me that they don't have like a forward uh, constraint anymore. Like you can play whatever you
1: want. Yeah, well, they did. They have pretty much done what everybody has asked fan- or DraftKings to do. They they have four. Yeah midfield forward eligible players they had chances created before DraftKings does yeah but yeah the uh
2: and they also con- count all tackles like if yes. I'm, I'm just somebody just uh, sliding in the floor i get a
1: point right yes that is exactly right which uh and no fouls drawn um which <laughs> i think such, is kind of funny it's, it's such it, a fish trap
2: it's just it's just ridiculous i mean i am sure the winning lineups don't have a, a, a single forward um <laughs> it's just
1: Well, the goals are pretty heavy, like the the point values for the goals, but it it is kind of funny because, um, like there are people in the discord who play FanDuel, um, and I think one of the reasons they don't like DraftKings, they're like, I don't want to be so beholden to crosses and, but the flip side is like, you're beholden to clearances and, um, These tackles like I think the argument for the DraftKings scoring system was they wanted to have stats in there that when they happen on the field, you know that you get points for them. And uh, so like if you see a cross and I know that there's always controversy about how far back they are and whether they're in the box and whatnot, but like generally speaking, it's easy to recognize a cross, you know, when a guy gets fouled, he's got a point for that a shot is a point. But on Fanduel, like you said, the tackles are just—it's any attempted tackle, so the guy could slide in, completely miss everything, but he gets a point for that. And then um, yeah. the clearances is literally—I mean, I—I I, I will say that a clearance is just as easy to see as a cross is, but it's really just a guy kicking the ball away. Like <laughs> no, I, I can
2: deal with that. I just can. I mean, I understand. I'm—I'm—you I'm, know, if, I guess if I didn't have any. DraftKings, I will go play there mm-hmm. and I will adjust myself but it's, it's like you know it's just counter nature like if you if you let's say you do a shutdown Liverpool Salzburg you when you look at the defenders you won't ever look at Bill Virgil van Dyke or Joe Gomez you won't ever look at him yeah. in fact I don't even know if you look at I mean I guess Trent Alexander Arnold because he has a, a corner I mean corner so he creates a chance that probably Robertson is not very popular. Yep. But it's like I like I, I have the Salbur's Liverpool game here and Salbers defenders like Wobber and Unwengue and Nissen, all of them have eight clearances. Yeah. Eight clearances are eight points, right? Yeah. I mean eight points like what, four shots on target?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Shots on target are, are five each. They're oh, okay. insanely, insanely uh, important. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, that makes sense. Well, you know, I, I, I guess I'll I give it a chance today, but, you know, I just can't deal with the clearance part. Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody can play a lineup with full defenders and all, all underdogs and whatever.
1: Yeah, well, that's sort of the way that, it, that you go. It's like, who are the guys who are going to get killed? And that's who I want. And it's like, why are you? Why are we playing in a game where you want the, the worst guys? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I'm I just saying, like that game is not conducive to bring cash, which is, you know, somebody that have an account on Fanduel and say, oh, I just want to play soccer because I want to. I'm I'm gonna be watching this Liverpool match, and then, you know, oh, Virgil Van Dijk should be good because he's cheap and he's probably gonna get a clean sheet, and right, and then he plays a head-to-head against someone that has. These guy's playing uh, Michael Dune or or Michael Duffy it's like what is going on and then he gets score I don't <laughs> know if they come back and play but anyhow uh, <laughs> nothing we can do on that that's I, right I, I wish like seriously I mean for, for DraftKings I wish they would get rid of the forward midfield just because of the because the, I mean the, the number of lineups that you can make uh, with a constraint when the, there's a limited number of games is is it becomes complicated. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, some some slates are borderline ridiculous, and you're better off playing the cheapest forward you can find, even if it's not playing, yeah. and then fill your lineup with anything else. Like, some of those lineups will win GPPs. And so it's just, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think they should do either the pricing just with floors. So, in that case, you know, when you see Temopuki averaging four points the last. Five matches and Guilfi Seagers on average nine points the last four matches. You say, well, you know, Guilfi should be a lot more expensive than Timo Puki. Yeah. So, so that makes me, when I see Timo Puki against Aston Villa at home, say, well, I, I can give this guy a chance because he can help me with other things. But if he doesn't score, doesn't pan out, at least, well, you know, he wasn't as expensive as Guilfi. At, at those prices, it's just an easy choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think.
1: Uh, well, let's jump into this slate um, so we can use that example because I have I have some very strong feelings for Gilfie Sigurdsson. And yeah. I th- I think they're changing, which is bothering me more than anything else. But we've got a five-game slate uh, that includes a late game this week. So it looks like they've drawn the line at, at five, at five being the minimum to get rid of the late game. Um, yeah. But we have Liverpool, the biggest favorite, home against Leicester. Then we have... Um, Basically, every other game is expected to be fairly close, but we've got uh, West Ham, favorite home against Crystal Palace, Watford, home against Sheffield United, Norwich, home against Aston Villa, and then Everton is actually a slight favorite away to Burnley. Um, So we've got a Liverpool slate. Uh, We've got uh, Salah, Mane, and Firmino as the three most expensive players. I'll throw in Divacarigi as the fourth most expensive, which on the surface is hilarious, but I guess if he starts, by the way the yeah. algorithm works, he should be there. Uh, yeah. So are you playing Salah? Uh, it,
2: it, you could. I, I think I am not going to, but, uh, I mean, yes, it's Liverpool's late, and, but Leicester is a good team.
1: I think Leicester's really good.
2: Yeah, I mean, Leicester is probably has the best chance to get over either Spurs yeah. or Chelsea or Arsenal, whoever is not Liverpool or Manchester City, then mm-hmm. you know he can creep up. They can creep up on number four, even number three. I number mean, three, number I three, think, three might yeah. be might be a stretch, but you know, neither Arsenal nor Chelsea nor, nor Spurs at the moment look uh, pretty uh, commanding. Yeah. So, so I think, and and if you look at the history the games are always being closed. Yep. Like last year was one one in in Leicester, and I think two one in Liverpool, something like that. Mm-hmm. So um so it's not and, and also on the on the other side it's like Liverpool comes for a tough match on on Champions League against Russell Salzburg. I mean it was supposed to be easy but they came back. I mean this first half was pretty good. The second half South went Went
1: Nuts! Yeah,
2: back to the game. It was it was a fun game. Good for Jesse Marsh actually. Yep. Very happy for him. Um, so, but you know, like they they have to like Mohamed Salah play ninety. The other guys play. I mean, most of the starters play ninety. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure if I uh, if I want him. I mean, and the reason is like it's um, you know James Miller didn't start right. Let me just check. I don't think he did, but
1: not the not the Champions League, no.
2: Yeah. So no just no yeah, exactly. So he didn't start. He played some time, but he yep. probably is gonna start this match. Um, um I feel that Oxley Chamberlain might get some time to
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so I don't know. I'm 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 on the Salah fade just because um an eleven thousand seems pricey for for uh a game that seems to be close and and you know he might even not have set pieces so
1: I see your Salah fade and raise you an entire Liverpool fade.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think I I, um, I,
2: I complain of those guys.
1: Well the, really it's just either Salah or Trent Alexander Arnold for me. Um Yeah. But I agree. It's um I don't know. Like, I
2: mean, I, again, I wouldn't mind playing Sadio Mane, but I can't play Sadio Mane at ten thousand. I can right. play Sadio Mane at eight thousand and not ten. So,
1: yeah, it um, it just seems like a lot. And yeah. not to say that there are a ton of guys I'm dying to play instead of them, yeah. But there, I'm comfortable enough with the non-Liverpool guys that allow yeah. me to spend up elsewhere. That I'm. I'm okay with that, and it's not because of Timu Puki.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I I think at these salaries, I mean the the player pool for forward is very small. Is um, and I'm gonna say it to you, which probably have you know Siggy. Uh, I could I could consider Richardson for GPP, but in general, I mean people in cash is gonna have one of these guys: Siggy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: McNeil, Ah oh, Lofeo. Yep. It depends. Delafoe, McNeil, Siggy, Um I think that's it. I guess I'm not sure. JVG is starting.
1: Um, I don't think anybody plays him over McNeil.
2: Yeah. I, those so you gotta pick three of those guys. Uh, McNeil's at home. It's not a bad salary. Uh, Siggy is decent salary for for a, you know for a decent floor, even though you know like we have all these. Things and then Deolofeo, I don't think he's gonna start. I mean, like I, Kike was very disappointed with him last match. He said uh, after you know after he just replaced him after 45 minutes that he thought that he was not gonna have a good day. So yeah, that usually is uh, is a story of your De Olofeo careers. <laughs> so much potential, but for some reason. I mean, I think he makes something in the field. I guess he doesn't drag back or he just makes... I feel he makes way too many gestures. Like, he feels that he deserves the ball more than he does. And, I don't know, I don't think Kike Flores is a guy that likes, uh, you know, uh, players that are more, you know, compromised with the team or engaged with the team, I guess. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure if he's going to play. He plays and, and then, you know... Ricardo Pereira doesn't play, you can say, well, Gerardo Lefeu should have some set pieces and, you know, he still he should be a, a decent play at home against a Sheffield, but you know, carry some risk, right? So. Uh,
1: I couldn't convince myself that De La Feuille was really in the conversation. Like, I I went with the, the idea of either Sigurdsson, Richarlison, McNeil, and just because I'm a consistent Wilfred Zaha apologist. I put him in there as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad. I don't mind uh, Wilfred Zaha, honestly. Uh, but it's not like, I mean, like, I mean, I like Deloferri is going to play 90, but we don't know that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and then we like him and he, Ricardo Pereira doesn't play. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I wonder if, um, if that, what, the coach did last match is going to motivate him. Usually he does, but that doesn't mean he's going to start. Right. Right. And Watford needs the point. So, you know, it's something that I feel like if he start taking those bad shots or, or just doing stuff, then the coach doesn't like, him. he might get pulled. And, um, you know, and especially if Ricardo Pereira doesn't start because Ricardo Pereira seems to be valuable to the coach and he will come in. So,
1: yeah, my problem Uh, With Sigurdsson is that I played him, I think the first three slates of the season, which he was horrific in yeah, and he's been great since then. Yeah. And so I just, I think I went with the never again on Sigurdsson and I think I'm going to have to go back on it because he looks like he's back to being okay even though I still don't ever really like playing him. I feel like every time I play him, Richarlison outscores him. And I think long and hard about how much I would rather have Richarlison. And then I go with Sigurdsson because I think everybody else will. And then Sigurdsson's yeah. there with like a fine, like 11 and Richarlison's at like 15 and a half with no set pieces. Ugh. Just I agree. Me.
2: I agree. It's, um, it's just, uh, he just guilty. Got a little bit more, uh, you know, the, his variance is a lot higher now than he doesn't take all the set pieces, right? Right, right. So, and they also, it feels that, that um, you know, he used to play, like, very close to, to second forward when he was camp. Yeah. Um, similar to what um, Diego Valeri role plays uh, with Portland. But now with so many attackers, you know, you have, uh, you know, Iwobi on one side, and Moise King sometimes come in, and, um, and Richarlison. Charlison so it's, it's, it seems like if they, if they play with, like, the three strikers, you know, like, uh, who can be on the left? Bernard, I guess, or... Yep. Or um, I think Theo Walker got injured, so... He did. Yeah, so it's going to be Richarlison, Moise and and Iwobi. So if you play with those three guys, it seems that, uh, you know, nobody is at the base of the play to, you know... Like, it's Andre Gomez, then... And then Fernando Gromis goes to Sigi. So kind of Sigi plays like his role that like he plays with Iceland, right? Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a central midfielder. Um, and he doesn't get to the box as much. So his number of shots really gets uh, smaller. Uh, but he has penalty kits and he will have corner kits. So, you know, yeah. for 8,000 against, uh, you know, Burnley, and um, you know, they should be a slightly favorite. I'm not sure if they are.
1: but Yeah, they are. Yeah, so yeah, I pretty much were, was looking at the two v two, and the, the prices don't line up perfectly, but it was basically Sigurdsson and McNeil, who both have shares of set pieces and happen to be in the same game, or Richarlison and Zaha, who I think are just much more fun.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I can see that. I mean, if, if we if we're talking about fun, I, I. I mean, I'm I'm a homer, so I, I will play. I will I will play the over Saha. But I
1: get
2: <laughs> it. I get it. I I really. I mean, like uh, I mean, Dan Zeus is it's just uh, GPP territory. Um, yep. I mean, Ismaili Astara doesn't have a bad prize, but he was terrible last match. so yeah, he You was. need to find. You need to find a good match to trust. Um, Andrew Stanson is great, but we don't know if he's going to play in the last match. So. You know, nothing to do there. Yep. Same with uh, Michael Antonio's recovered. I'm not sure. I don't think he is. I don't but... think so. Yeah, so then it's just a matter of, hey, who do you like at the bottom? So, you know, I, I think Callum Robinson for the price of the center back is not a bad play if you need salary.
1: Um, where, wow, that is cheap,
2: 3900 Yeah. He yeah. plays <laughs> the center back against yeah. uh, that train wreck is uh, uh Watford. Yeah.
1: Are they really a train wreck, or is it just that they played Wolves, Man City, and Arsenal?
2: Well, I mean, uh, against Arsenal, they look great. I'm going to say that. Mm -hmm. I think they look very good. Um, And for some reason, they got rid of of Javi Garcia, which I think was a mistake. And now you have the new coach that I, I felt that these last two matches, they're... They, are, they, are, they took a turn to the worst. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, let let let's say Manchester City is not outlier, liar because everybody can kill, uh, can kill you, at that at that level. But the next match, it was. I mean, I watch a little bit of it, and you know, when you get your players out of forty after 45 minutes, and I mean, that's just a clear signal of that. You know, you are here to bring the discipline, then uh i mean i felt that that walls were too easy passing through and then watford was just taking like horrible shots less less and right Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i feel that i mean and i hate to say this but you know like i mean are they you know can they they should win against sheffield united but are they in any capacity of, of having a good game? I don't know. I mean I like some of the pieces, obviously I like the defenders for the price. Um, but uh but you know like a guy like Hal Robinson, you know, he can give you four points easily for thirty nine hundred, it's just it's just a matter of salary here, right?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, who do you think is more likely to score between Chris Wood or Jamie Vardy?
2: Hmm, I will say Chris Wood. Okay. I, I will say, you know, all those guys on the 5,000, I'm going to go with Wesley.
1: Okay. I like that call.
2: I like Wesley. I'm, I think Wesley, I'm, I'm you know, I keep beating this drone. I mean, um, Norwich is an undersized team. is smaller. Um, goalkeeper doesn't go out of the goal box. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me. You might have them, but I, I will, Believe that probably the team that concedes the most crosses is Norwich, or should be high up.
1: So, um, I do have those numbers, and look at that. you are correct. Look at that!
2: It's just a matter of you know. It's just, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, not that I know much about this sport, but uh, <laughs> the way the way the team crow plays, he has his ass on the top of the goal line. That's it. So that means that the defender has to be really close to the box. So when you see, like for example, Ederson or all those guys that play uh, outside the box, you see the defender line goes a little bit like between the the half field and the midfielder line. You know, imaginary line of midfielders on their on their side of the pitch. So here's like the defenders are in the box. The central midfielders are in top of the box. So. It's just inviting crosses. It's just inviting crosses to the box. Because if you have a tall guy and he can get second balls and and you know the goal is not coming out. He's just not coming out. So it's, it's a matter of, you know, if you need if you need uh, if you need to generate offense is is easier way to do it. So
1: I think Kroll is actually gonna be out, but I think the backup is even smaller.
2: Well Kroll is not a small guy. Kroll is, is tall but he doesn't get He's out of lanky, the box. Yeah. I, yeah. Farman, I mean I I'm I'm going to lie to you I, I have seen playing Farman. No, not uh, even Farman.
1: Farman got hurt in the last one. It's um Michael McGovern. And if you have yeah, if you have a strong opinion, opinion on Michael McGovern, my god. <laughs> no,
2: I, I know I know he I know he starts sometimes for Northern Ireland, but Yeah. I mean, Northern Ireland goalie should know how to handle crosses just because the way they play, but mm-hmm. I I don't remember seeing him play. So I can say um I can say that so but you know I, well I guess still Wesley should be I mean is it's um five three and and away though but uh, but mm-hmm. it's not a bad salary for somebody I think it should be should be in decent position. I agree with you. Um if I mean as, as I say before, if you get out of McNeil, Sigerson, they say Saha and you humor me Delafeu is a um, is a matter of a hey, you know play whoever you want at GPP and as we talked before uh, get some cheap guys don't don't spend your salary in 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 gold scores because rarely they pan out.
1: The only other one I would consider, who is down in this cheaper range, is Danny Welbeck if he starts.
2: He should right. Fifty four hundred,
1: I think, is not bad for that mat- match up for a guy who yeah. is yeah. fine.
2: Yeah, I don't mind Welbeck. I mean, I guess I'm coming back to 10 years ago, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Welbeck, Welbeck was, you know, it's like Theo Walker, you know. So much potential, didn't go anywhere. Um,
1: do you know, um, I feel like Danny Welbeck, like, do you know how old Danny Welbeck is?
2: Should be 28,
1: right? That's exactly what he is. But I feel like yeah. everybody still talks about him like he's 23. Like he hasn't like, they were like, oh, he just hasn't like reached his potential yet. And it's like, he's like running out of time here. Like the time has run out on the potential. He is (laughs) what he is. But anyway. Yeah. um, Midfield. I feel like there might be 10 midfielders I would be willing to play. Exactly. Um, So the real problem will be, uh, you can't play them all if you play Salah, which is part of the reason why I was interested in not playing him. Yeah. But who, who's the first one you looked at?
2: The first one, I I still like uh, James Madison. He plays at that price. I don't mind. I agree. I think he wasn't uh, my first
1: one, but only because I couldn't believe I still had to keep going to find him. Yeah. When I saw the price, I was I liked it a lot.
2: Yeah. Ah, God, I'm gonna say, I, I mean, I like all the Aston Villa midfielders, which is weird. Um, Me too. I I like. I mean, Jack Grealish is good. um, John McGinn is great I mean it's just a matter of like you think Aston Villa has a weird uh, uh, hierarchy of uh, dead balls or set piece takers so like for example like uh, Connor Hurrihan who usually never start, he started last match played well and he's, he seems like he's the main guy but then yeah. eget came in and he took some corners
1: yeah.
2: El- 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 Ghazi used to take but then he didn't and before it was all Grealish at McGinn, so mm-hmm.
1: I don't
2: know anymore what is going on. But um, but in in general, you know, McGinn keeps um, even with our set pieces, he keeps yeah. delivering. So um, you know, we're talking about Norwich here. that it's been uh, it's been uh, it's been kind from fantasy uh, for the passing teams, right? Yep. So I like all those guys. So you know, Grilish McGinn, El Ghazi, Trezeguet, even Horihan. I um, I guess, you know, like, it depends who plays, but I will be okay playing two of them, I think.
1: What? No, um, come on. Two more? Do you, no, no, no. Do you know why you don't play two of them? Why not? Because you have to play Emmy Buendia.
2: Well, I, I yeah, obviously, Emmy Buendia is great. He's playing at home. Yeah, definitely. Emiliano Buendia is there. We like it. Mm-hmm. I like Roberto Pereira, which I think he's going to start. How much is he? I, uh,
1: it's at 5.1. Uh, eh. What about yeah. Felipe?
2: I like Felipe, but uh, but it's, uh, it's price is one. I mean, I think you can get uh, Felipe's production with Grillish or Buendia. Yeah. um, And it's a little bit cheaper. I mean, all these guys in this range I like. I mean, uh, I like Felipe, Grealish, McGinn, Buendia, um, James Madison. Even against Liverpool, I don't mind. Me too. James Madison. I mean, considering that... Uh, You know, Liverpool wants to win, but uh, but it's uh this is gonna be a tough match. I think I think Liverpool might tie this game. This is the game that Man City comes back some points. So, Um,
1: do you think? And it's unfortunate that they're at the late game, but would you consider Lanzini if you knew he was starting?
2: No, not at that price. I think. I mean, I don't. I think to play Lanzini at that price, you're better off uh, going. Bu- Buendia or Grillish. Okay. Um and you don't know if he's gonna play. Right. Um Pablo Fornals got a little bit expensive, got one thousand more after a, a good game. So so yeah, it's just it just feels that Fornals is is the the starter until until further notice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it feels that way. I, and I like Pablo Fornals at that price, but again it's like it's it's a little uncertainty and you know, you're better off playing uh, Trzegiet. I think Olga. even well, you can go Luca. Uh, I was gonna uh, say Milivojevic is right there. Yeah, yeah. you got the last game, but I don't know. I I'm not I'm not into Lanzini just coming back of injury, and we're not even gonna play. And you have um, similar auctions and similar prices, so yeah, at least on my head.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not interested yeah. in Mark Noble at six thousand
2: mcnoble 6000 what is going on Uh, what is going on with this algorithm man do you think that's more
1: egregious or tom cleverly at 5800
2: no i mean tom cleverly is doing well when he plays and when he takes the occasional i mean when he does corners at least you know tom cleverly has you know he has shown that he can get seven eight points but but what noble Noble does does. besides taking a pk here and there yeah like you know like having Marnoble at six thousand I mean it's just, it just he just takes the fun out of it. Like how how Ivaldo is gonna play him at six thousand he can
1: <laughs> he always finds a way.
2: Yeah. When he plays him he takes a PK so you know you right. just ask Ivaldo after after log do you play him and then just go um to Bet Fair or whatever you bet your gambling site is and put the money on, on Marnoble taking a PK <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh. Uh, yeah. what about the uh, Sheffield guys like Norwood or Fleck that's pretty much uh, it. those two
2: yeah Norwood or Fleck right? yeah Lou Freeman is not playing much right no. so
1: uh, Norwood is yeah. 5700 but Fleck is 46 which I feel like is more of a range I'd rather play one of these guys
2: yeah I, I, I think Fleck I mean Fleck for me just because uh, to play Oliver Norwood I'm gonna, I'd rather play <coughs> Ashley Westwood hmm <coughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just not not a not players, and I I mean I will I will pass over these guys. I won't play any of these guys. I okay. I think and with you? I'd rather get up the three expensive midfielders and then you know compromise elsewhere. Yeah. Um, what else we have here at the bottom?
1: Well, we have uh, to find people for those who are playing Salah. they will yeah. need somebody down here.
2: Yeah, we need to. So we can you know
1: the upside's pretty limited down here. Like I like yeah. Ndidi, but like you're not gonna get a ton out of him. Lundstrom really uh Lundstrom's actually been a little better recently. Yeah. Lundstrom,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Lundstrom might might be okay. Yeah. I mean I I was I say before, Roberto Pereira looks good. He's he's taking some corners. Um in this system with four four two, four two, it should work well for him. Uh, I I think he's more player. Um so if he stars obviously um um what else Uh, then it's just a matter of um if um if madison is not gonna play tilleman doesn't seem like a bad play i I like mark albrighton if he starts it just really doesn't but you know mark albrighton at
1: 4400 is not bad i agree with
2: that Uh, we're still waiting for robbie Brady. i mean i think i'm not sure if he's ever gonna play ever again but
1: and he like his price or, or fluctuates. he's he guy than he used to be, yeah. He yeah. fluctuates enough that you would think he was playing. Yeah. Like why isn't he 3100?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's just 43. It's just uh I guess it's like yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like
1: yeah. Um he's pretty do... much dead at that point. Yeah,
2: after that, it's just a matter of um I mean, where's uh I mean, without knowing what um, what Watford is gonna do, I remember Etienne Capu were good. Uh, was good with uh, Kike Sanchez Flores. Um, he used to score a lot of goals, but uh, but you know, I mean, don't 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 blame it on me when it's not working. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and then it's just nothing. Right? Yeah, it's nothing yeah. at that point. Yeah. We have a lot of defenders that you could theoretically play and pay a lot for. We've got Lucas Dina at seven thousand. Trent Alexander Arnold at 6,800. Holobus, maybe he has sets back at 5,200. Cresswell's at 51. Gilbert at 49. Like there are guys I would play here. I'm just not sure where you have the money for them if you're paying up anywhere else.
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, cash popular play is going to be. Uh, Lucas Digne and, and TAA that's are going to be the cash plays and um, I think people is going to is going to um a midfielder or is going to play a second chip striker I feel um, um I'm not going to make a light because I you know I got told not to do it but um <laughs> I, I feel that that Digne is going to be popular on TAA even at those prices I'm i i like all of us about the 5.2 it's kind of like a weird range um yeah then you know it, I, I mean always like give bear giver since seems, seems good uh, but um he's priced up already so that leaves you with uh, with his partner in crime matt if his start mm-hmm. he looked good last time but you know he went for four thousand to forty four hundred so I mean we, we know I'm at Target. I mean he's not taking corners, so he might because you know uh, as to it's, it's, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, an asylum of set pieces. We don't know who's he's gonna take it. Um but you know even without set pieces I think he have like seven, eight points or something like that. I forgot. Like I don't have the data in here, but I know he was doing
1: well. He was at a six point seven last week in sixty-two minutes. Oh
2: wow, I you replaced it, yeah. Well so yeah, it's not a seven point, not bad. Um, again, um, um, it feels that Daryl Jabbar is is a is, uh, is very cheap. Yeah, yes. Um, and you can, you know, he stars. It feels that his favor over Kiko Femenia as a right back. Um, um, you know, I-, I like him at four thousand. Feel that he had a good game last match.
1: Uh, I don't Don't remember. I don't mind either of the Leicester fullbacks. Pereira at 45 or Chilwell at 42.
2: Pereira is cheap, but he always scores, right? (laughs) Yeah. And Ben Chilwell might take some corners. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't mind those guys. They're not bad. Um, um, Don't mind Sam Byron, don't mind if he plays.
1: Yep, I agree with that. I just noticed like Yerry Mina is 4,300 and Michael Keane is 2,800. Why is it that? It's just, like what? What's going on here? Sorry, twenty nine hundred for Keen. Mina took three shots last week, and so now he's worth fifteen hundred dollars more.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Keen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna say, well, they take consideration international, but Michael Keen just scores, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, at those prices, it's just again, like, you know. Any center back that is under thirty five hundred is just not in consideration unless you are Sergio Ramos or somebody that takes penalty shots. Uh,
1: not. He's like five thousand. Is the problem? Yeah.
2: <sighs> yeah, it, you know, as, you know, maybe we get a Mohamedi. Probably not, but mm-hmm. we might. Um, yeah, Ben Chilwell for four point two is not bad. Yeah, I mean, um, doesn't seem like you know, should a break of the lockdown, um, Liverpool, right? um to re- Brendan Rodgers
1: other... revenge game
2: oh yeah of course yeah that's true. <laughs> that's true oh my god like uh how many times we heard about if Brendan Rodgers have the same points and Jurgen Klopp yeah like oh yeah just Rodgers <laughs> have like Luis Suarez and we almost win the league and then he went to hell but that's right you know right. Yeah. anyhow it doesn't matter much anymore um I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, Brendan Rodgers is actually playing good. His team's doing well. I Very hope, well, and hope, yeah. and hope they do well. Um, I like Leicester, so. Yeah, I don't think, any, I mean, anything else? Uh, I mean, there's I don't enough, know if you There's would, nothing else. Yeah, it seems that, yeah, so let's see. So we have um, goalkeeper, cheap, the cheapest guys, 3,500. Then you have, uh, let's say you play Digne and TAA. Those are... Um, Thirteen thousand, and then you have the goalie is uh, Michael. Yeah, so fourteen. So you have sixteen thousand, and um, you can play three midfielders, or the seven thousand range, something like that. let's say it's going to be twenty-four thousand at the most. So we are talking about then you have ten thousand, or maybe a little bit more for forward.
1: It's not a lot. Hey,
2: it's not a lot. It's, it's Callum lot. Robinson time. It's C-Rob, C-Rob time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like C-Rob and Wesley. It's not even Yeah. Like C-Rob and
2: Yeah, I think that Sigurdsson. Pe- Yeah, so why do you think people is going to compromise if you if you if you try to predict what people is going to do?
1: I think they only take one of Dina or Trent Alexander-Arnold, but even doing that you have to spend you have to give up one of the midfielders. Yeah. So you're playing so- essentially Dinya and um, who was one of the ones that I randomly and Lundström, or you're playing McGinn and Janmot. Yeah, that's the that's the discussion. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Dinya. Yeah, I feel
2: uh, I feel if I have to sacrifice someone, gotta be Dinya. Just because it's more expensive. And and with that seven thousand, you can get um, one of those midfielders, right? But like you know, you can go. Um, let's say you can go cheap defender. Let's say Byron. Yep. You go Byron T A A, and then Digne, or a seven thousand midfielder at the U T L. Then you're gonna have to. I mean, I feel that people is gonna go with yeah with a cheaper forward. The second forward is probably gonna be cheap. Well oh, let's not do the lineup, but I I feel like McNeil, Sigerson, then you get decent mm, midfielder, uh, somebody cheap on the five thousand, then you get uh, TAA, maybe Holobass, and then uh Yadman, yeah, and then you can you can make a lineup like that, I think. So you had to sacrifice Dina or TAA, I feel
1: um yeah it's weird because I feel like I've been saying for a year that like Dina and TA should be priced like midfielders, like not like that they should be midfielders, but like they should be in the same range as like a Buendia or McGinn. And now they are, and I'm pissed about it.
2: Yeah, now they are. Now they are six, 7,000 is tough. I'm going to say, yeah, it's just going to be like, I I mean, I, I think it's going to be like, not dependent. Like I, I feel that, um, you know, if you, if we, if I, for example, I'm talking for myself, if I get someone like Robbie Brady, I will play him. And then I just get Digne uh, yeah, I'm, I'm try to get McNeil as well. and uh, But if there's no midfielder on the cheap range, it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough to, to it's going to have to be zero up time, as you said. And, <laughs> and maybe face Sigurdsson. And,
1: I think Sigurdsson, I think obviously if you have Sigurdsson, it's a little easier to fade Dignes. Um, and I think you could do the same thing with TAA over Salah. Like I'm more probably more likely to play Sigurdsson than Dina, but I'm more likely to play TAA than Salah. Um, yeah. but I think McNeil Sigurdsson is going to be the popular cash combination.
2: Yeah, it it, it is it is entirely possible. I think that um, it's yeah. I mean, um, yeah, Sigurdsson. McNeil, yeah, and then you're going to have to compromise somewhere,
1: right? right? Yeah. Like Dina and TA are just so far ahead of everybody else, both in price and in floor, that like, if you want them, you you need to pay. You, you got to pay up for them. It's not like a, yeah. there's no easy path to get them.
2: Yeah, if you get McNeil, Sigerson, TAA, Dina, and Michael. you have 6000 for the next three spots. So. Right. You have to. You're gonna have to play a defender in teal I guess. Um, you have to play someone that you like, a a target, a giver, even um, you know, Chilwell, Pereira, you know, any of those guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, whoever you feel. And then you have seven thousand for two midfielders, um, you know that's even not enough. I mean, you can get, uh, you know, whatever. One yeah, of the Aston Villa guys and some other dude. So yeah. yeah, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. The the pricing has, um, because the defenders got really priced up. They ones you one.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. They. Um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of lineups with both of them though. Both Dina yeah. and Taa.
2: Yeah, it's tough, but I mean the logs are good. They're really good. Those are good i mean it's just you see even look at against against uh, manchester city eight points not a nothing to. it's not by
1: right so right so, so yeah. yeah
2: oh well we'll see we'll see what happens to see if the it. floor wins or or you know i don't another other on crestwell a Heather or something like that
1: Oof. yeah that'll be something <laughs> stupid yeah um, all right, anybody has any follow-up questions for Luis? You can find him on Twitter at Patchagol. I am at Rotowire Andrew. Also in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Head to rotowire.com slash chat if you have not joined. I'd be shocked if anyone is joining at this point. But uh, for those who are already in there, we'll see you there. Luis, good luck this week.
2: Good luck, man.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.